You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, welcome to episode 367 of Geeky Show Ever. I'm Elisa Pacelli. Melissa's not here today. But on the plus side, she moved into her new home, and I'm sure she can't wait to tell you all about it. She's still doing a lot of painting and re- rearranging things, and it's taking up a lot of time. So we're really hoping that in January, she'll have her recording space available and all set up so that she can start recording again. But joining me today, I have the pleasure of introducing Vicki Stokes. Hi. Hi, Vicki. Yeah, a long time. Yes, it's been a long time. For people who are not aware, Vicky and I were two-thirds of the Three Geeky Ladies. So, yeah, yeah podcast that we unfortunately needed to end, you know, a few months back or a year ago. I can't remember now year anymore. Ago, yeah. About a, yeah, about a year yeah. ago. Time goes by yeah. so fast. But yeah. Vicky is here to join me today. We're just going to keep it light for the end of the year. We thought we would talk about some of the TV shows and movies we've been watching, and it might give you uh, some ideas of things that you might want to check out. Uh, Because a lot of people have some time off this week between Christmas and New Year's, looking for new things to watch. So, Vicki, what have you been watching? Oh, well, um, one of the shows that I've been watching is Big Sky on ABC. Uh, It's a debut um E. Kelly series, you know, David Kelly is from um Ally McBeal. He did Big Little Lies. Um and it's a detective story uh about a lady named Cassie and um also her husband Cody, uh who was, who was played by Ryan Philippi and he um well they, they talk about him but he's not in there very much. I'm not gonna tell you what happened to him. Um and he joins forces with a another girl uh, um, um, named, um, oh, my God, I forgot her name. <laughs> <Another person. laughs> I know, I'm terrible um, at remembering character names. Yeah, Cassie and then Jenny. Jenny uh, was uh, Cody's uh, wife, ex-wife, exchange wife, I guess. Um, and... Uh, it's a story about the first story is about these two girls that were kidnapped. It's two seasons. I think it's two seasons. Oh man, I really don't have the information on this. I believe it's two seasons. And uh, these girls are kidnapped by a trucker. It's sort of like one of those stories about human trafficking. And um, it's how these two women solve the problem. They're in it's called Big, Big Sky because it's in Montana. Um, the two females are very attractive and um, cops. Uh, one's a cop, one's a detective. And that part is sort of Hollywoodish, you know, sexily dressed and high heels. <laughs> Almost like Charlie's Angels. But the story itself <laughs> is what's the interesting part. Yeah, you know, you know, she walks in and she has these high heels on, this tight T-shirt with the cleavage exposed. And I'm like, no, that wouldn't work in Montana, I don't think. You know, shouldn't they wouldn't work take anywhere. Serious. I mean, unless you're undercover, no. that's not how a yeah. detective would dress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's it's she's the brains, and um, they just let her do what she has to do. Uh, the story is what's interesting. Um, 
And that's the reason why I keep watching. It's sort of like if you like um, Sonia Rhyme story sh- uh, shows, you you probably like this. Same kind of flavor of relationships, people. Uh, it's about them. Not I mean, I, I focus on the story. I'm not a big um, relationship person in mysteries. I don't care about the, who they're sleeping with. I just want the, 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 the story to unfold. But I know they want a wider audience, and that's working. I think it's a very good show. And people who like uh, those kind of shows where there's romance involved, it's some of that. But the storyline is really good. Mm. Yeah. Also, it's based on a series of books um, oh. by, uh, I think the author's name is Box. Uh, C.J. Box. Yeah. I have, you know, umpteen streaming services. So I decided I need yeah. to start watching them because I'm paying yeah. every month and I'm not watching. So yeah. I started watching two different series on Hulu. First one is Dope Sick, which is the kind of show, there's only eight episodes, but it's not the kind of show that you want to just sit and binge over a weekend yeah. or, or, or three or four days because it's a very heavy topic. And it's about, um, a mining community in Virginia. It's on the west side of Virginia, very close to West Virginia and Kentucky, where the opioid problem really got its start. And it just shows it, it's 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 almost it's semi fiction based on fact, or maybe you could call it semi fact based on fiction, because it does involve the Purdue family. Mm-hmm. So. I think what they did is they took a fictional story but brought in the real facts about the opioid addiction and and Purdue pharmacy a pharmaceutical and it's it's really heartbreaking to watch how these people that got started with the addiction they had actual pain they were minors they would get injured they'd have really bad back pain or shoulder pain and the doctors were convinced that this was the miracle drug to help them with their pain. And so the doctors prescribed it. And then it got to the point where 10 milligrams isn't enough. Let's make it 20. 20 milligrams isn't mm-hmm. enough. Let's make it 40. And then it would show scenes of the pharmaceutical companies training, and I'll put that in quotes, their salespeople on how to sell these drugs to the different doctors. And it was just uh, horrifying isn't even the right word. I mean, it was just, but that's what it was. was, You know, whoever sells the most to the doctors is going to win a trip to Bermuda. And then they would be cutthroat, you know, Mm -hmm. selling, you know, well, doc, if your patients are still having pain, 40 is not enough, give them 80. And it was just, and then, of course, as we all know, how it turned into addiction. And how it turned into not just for people who were injured, but people who just wanted to get high. And then how the opioids led into heroin addiction and how they were, you know, hey, you can get a better high if you crush it and snort it like cocaine. And it was just, in a, it, 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 was, it really was hard to watch. I could mm-hmm. only watch two episodes at a time. I mean, it was a good show, but at the same time, you really saw the behind the scenes of how this all happened. Hmm. So was it um, a series or just, it was an eight just episode a... series, just a one, okay. one season okay. told the story from 
start to finish, including, and it showed real footage of Mm -hmm. protesters with Purdue. It showed like the court, how they, you know, lost in court and had to pay, you know, the billions of dollars Mm -hmm. to families and so forth. So that's what I mean as far as the, Mm -hmm. it was real. The information was real, but the characters were just fictional. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but it was, it it was it was a tough watch, but I think everybody should watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, in the news lately, is in it. Uh, there's a stuff about the uh, settlement not being final. Oh no, no, that's a, yeah. That's, that's not that's the one the Purdue. That's the uh, uh, guy that was overcharging for uh, the meds. His case, he didn't want them to sue them further. Is that it? I may be getting uh, the different stories mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. It it just came out in either September or October. So it's fairly a recent show. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I would recommend that one on Hulu. And there's other one I'm watching on Hulu is Only Murders in the Building. Mm-hmm. It's Steve Martin, Martin Short and Selena Gomez. Yeah, I saw and, that. It, it looked, it looked um, uh, like a, it's a little comedy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That just came out at the end of August. It's three strangers who shared an obsession with a true crime suddenly find themselves caught up in one. Yeah. What it is, is the, the three of them live in the building and they don't know each other. And a murder takes place. Yeah. And they all happen to be in the elevator at the same time when the victim was in the elevator with them. So you know who did it. Mm-hmm. You also know that somebody in the building is the person who committed the murder. You just don't know right away who, because you didn't see the murder happen. Okay. And then it turns out that the three of them all love true crime podcasts. Mm -hmm. And they happen to run into each other. And they found out that they all like the podcast. So they decided Mm -hmm. to do a true crime podcast together about Mm -hmm. the murder. So they were going to try to solve the mystery of who killed this individual. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> and then, of course, there were you know yeah. some other sub storylines going mm-hmm. going on then at there, the same there's time. There's that huge age difference, Selena Gomez and Steve Martin and Martin Short, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and you so find that, out you find out the story of the little background of all three of them because Steve Martin is a former well-known actor who was in a crime drama. Mm-hmm. Martin Short was a Broadway producer. And who is Selena Gomez? So that's mm-hmm. who you're trying to find out. Who is she? Okay. Maybe she's and the murderer. <laughs> could very well be. And so you find out about, you know, their their different backgrounds. Steve Martin's character is very withdrawn. Um, he doesn't really socialize with the people in the building. Martin Short is, in my opinion, a little too much over the top. Mm-hmm. And Selena Gomez is more reserved and quiet and doesn't really talk to anybody but then mm-hmm. as the story progresses they build relationships okay so by the end of the season you find out who did it but then and and it could wrap up right there but then something happens that brings us to mm-hmm. season two okay oh they have a second season coming. yeah there is a second season i believe i saw something on Twitter or Instagram, a picture that Steve Martin posted that 
we're all together again, filming season two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Speaking of podcasts, my next one is Truth Be Told. And that's about, um, yeah. Have you seen that one? No, I saw the first one. Yeah. I didn't see the second season. Yeah, first season. Yeah, it's it's two seasons. Um, And uh, it's Octavia Spencer. I always get... Mm-hmm. I always give it to call her Butler, but it's Octavia. <laughs> and That's an she's author, a, isn't it? Isn't Octavia yeah, Butler an yeah, author? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so is Octavia Spencer. She's written some um, books too. Uh, I, I, when I was looking her up, that's one thing that popped up. But To uh, Be Told is about a podcaster, a true crime podcaster, on a Poppy Parnell to pay back Octavia Spencer. And it's about a murder case that that made her. Uh, podcast, you know, uh, nation gave it nationwide fame. And it came back to haunt her when they, it came to find out the evidence that she used to uh, point to that particular guy uh, was not correct. And he wasn't, that's not how it happened. And the person didn't do it. So it's two seasons. The second season, um, Kate Hudson is in it. And she's almost unrecognizable to me. I didn't even know who she was. Oh, okay. um, and until her name popped up in the credits, and I was like, "Where's Kate Hudson?" <laughs> I realized that was her. <laughs> um, I, I mean, maybe, I just don't know her as an actress, so I, that's probably the reason why I didn't recognize her. She's older, maybe, um, uh, but uh, she, uh, she plays a, a foster child. She was a foster child with Poppy, um, um, and. Um, her husband is murdered, and then that, that's she asked Poppy to help her, and it all that story unfolds. Um, but uh, the first season, I really, really liked. The second season, I had to just make myself watch it. It wasn't bad. It's just that it, it just was some yeah, more of the same. You know, mm. it got uh, be a little bit routine, a little bit boring. Um, I found myself just enjoying her beautiful home in San Francisco. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking for those things. Uh, but the stories are interesting. I think it'll, it'll you know, captivate you. Uh, just got to be willing and ready to spend some time following the story. And the second one, the first one was easy for me to watch because I just, it just brought me in. The second season, I just felt, it's okay. Nothing. Um, um, if it was the first season, I probably wouldn't have watched the second season. So, but. That is a good way to describe the morning show. Also oh, on yes. Apple TV. I, agree. Uh, yeah. I watched the second yeah. season. I don't like watching shows that come out week by week by week. I just I wait till it's over and then I can that way I can just binge them and get them yep. done a lot quicker because yep. I have a tendency to forget what happened last week. You know? yeah. So mm-hmm. I like to watch them right in a row. So the morning show, the first episode, when it first started, the first couple episodes, I'm just, eh, eh. then it started to pick up because uh, for people who don't know what the morning show is about, it's kind of like a Good Morning America or a Today Show. So it's the, you know, a, you know, it, as the title says, morning show. So you get the background, you know, what's what goes on behind the scenes to get these shows up and running. And one of the. Steve Carell's character was accused of sexual harassment. And the whole premise of season one was about, well, did he or didn't he? And what was good about it was sometimes things would happen. You'd go, oh, yeah, he did it. And then sometimes things would happen like, no, 
he didn't do it. This might be, you know, an accusation because he just had a bad breakup. And this is, you know, the, the girlfriend is, is, uh, wants to get revenge on him. And then, of course, you do find out whether he did or didn't, you know, whether he is or yeah. isn't guilty of sexual harassment. And the mm-hmm. last couple of episodes were really, really good. I thought, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gave me when I lay in bed at night and I, and I think about what I just watched, then I know it was good. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. I will do that. I will watch a movie or a TV show and I lay in bed at night and I think about what happened and I kind of mull it over in my head. And that was what happened with the morning show. So when season two came along, I watched that and I thought it was just awful. <laughs> it, you know, the the one good thing about it, and I guess good is really your perspective, is it they incorporated COVID into it. Yeah. And that, that was some of the shows, like one of the producers mm-hmm. really wanted to go to China or Hong Kong. And he said, this yeah. is where it's starting. I want to talk about this. And and a lot of mm-hmm. producers said, eh, it's not important. We don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. And then they used real mm-hmm. excerpts from TV, you know, talking about it, talking about you know, doctors and, 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 and Trump and because he was the president at the time and just, you know, people talking about it for better or for worse. Mm-hmm. So and then they incorporated it into the show as different characters actually getting COVID. So, but that wasn't the problem. It was just everything else. I just, I didn't like how a lot of the characters behaved and a lot of the results due to that behavior. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I mean, I will watch season three just mm -hmm. to kind of finish it, but season two, I thought was nowhere near as good as season one. I I found a lot of whining. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it became so irritating, and I was like, you know what, you guys are driving me batty. Um, and um, especially, um, what's the uh, Jennifer Anderson's character? Yeah, I thought um, she was horrible. Yeah, she's here. She is. She's an older woman, you know, and that's not very good for TV. They don't want older women, and they're courting her. They want her to come back. And, and then she's whining and complaining. Oh, she gets back pain, all this other stuff. Um, and of course, I guess it's her pain addiction, uh, pain medicine addiction. I, I got to the point I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care what happened to the characters because I was like, I'm so tired of the whining. Get to the point. Get to the story. Get back to what's going on. And um, the second season, the end, uh, I, you should, it's something sort of, Sort of broadcast that. <laughs> so I knew how that was going to end um, with the Steve Carell guy, and I was like, um, "When you get to that point, I'm sort of like you. I might watch the third season. I might not. I mean, it's just not going anywhere for me." Um, so, um, speaking of things that aren't going very well for me, um, well, it's not for me. Uh, it's not my. <laughs> I'm not the demographic for it. I watched it because out of curiosity. Uh, it's insecure on HBO. It's about it's written written by Issa Rae and Larry Wilmore. I yeah. was looking at that yesterday. That I was yeah. thinking about starting yeah. to watch that. Yeah, but it, I I get it. It's for a certain demographic: younger girls that are just gotten out of college. Well, thirty something. Put it that way: thirty some, twenty, thirty something. Um, and they went to college together, and they all friends. It's almost like Sex in the City, but. They're a bit younger, I guess, because Sex in the City, they weren't fresh out of college. They were older, middle age, uh, 
maybe over 30, 30s, uh, late 30s, because one of them was having difficulties having a baby and the clock is ticking, that kind of thing, uh, where they're not. They're at childbearing ages and they're um, dealing with their relationships. They live in L.A. and none of that I can wait relate to. I, I lived in L.A. for a while when I was that age, um, but I didn't have any of those issues because I, I, that they're going through. Um, but their friendship is really what it's all about. It's about the relationships and the friendships also. And it's based on Ray's, uh, Issa Ray had this web series called Awkward Black Girl. And um, it, it, so that's what it's based on. Um, they all went to college together in Stanford, which sort of threw me for a loop because I didn't know they all had gone to, the, to, to college together until the fifth season, during their final season. Um, and I was like, why didn't, did I miss that? Or, uh, but that's that's how they all got to know each other. One girls, most of them are very successful. One is gradually getting there, and so you follow that. And I know that there are a lot of girls that would love this. I got some nieces that are like, "Oh, this is great! This is gonna be fantastic! I love this show! I love this show!" Can't really relate to it because that's not me. That's not how I see the world anymore. <laughs> so, uh, but. I just felt it's one of those shows where you feel committed to just finishing it because you started it. Yeah. Um, and the storyline is not bad. It's just, I've seen this kind of thing before, you know, they've done it before. Um, actually, I think it's better than sex in the city because it's more realistic. You know, <laughs> when you look back on sex in the city, you realize that it, it was sort of idealizing New York and idealizing certain lifestyles, stuff like that. Because um, it's about sex, and, uh, having relationships in the city, and 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 dealing with stuff, and pretty much insecure is doing the same thing in L.A. urban kind of environment, uh, that kind of thing, um, and uh, it doesn't make L.A. look good. That's for sure. It, they need to put some filters on it because <laughs> L.A. looks awful. Makes you wonder why you're there, <laughs> why you alone to live there. But that's real. That's realistic. Um, so I, I, I really enjoyed that. And speaking of Sex in the City, I tried to watch the other one that's out there, and suddenly I forgot the, the name of it. The the and just like that, I think is what it yeah, is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I have yeah. no interest. It's I, awful. I watched Sex in the City. We watched the whole series, but mm-hmm. no interest in this when new it, one. Yeah, when it was when it was done, it was done. So if they were going to come back with the movies and all this stuff. Even the movies, I thought they should have came back immediately, not waited until the interest died out. Uh, but uh, the the just like that, that is like the first episode you're watching and you're going, this is awful. You literally say, this is awful. It's not good at all. I thought the movies were I, awful. I, yeah, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't finish watching the movies. I thought they were really bad. So it was a continuation of the movies. It sucked. <laughs> that's, that's a technical term for it. Um, and they're older and they're still whining about some of the same things. So I'm like, oh God, this is not working for me. Um, and in the first episode, you know, there's some that that's just some stuff that happens. And and then um, the the character Big is in the news. You don't hear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that could probably make people want to watch it just out of curiosity. <laughs> but after the first episode. Um, I just made the decision I wasn't going to suffer anymore. Um, I, I just couldn't watch it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Well, this week I binged 
over three days watching, and only, it only took me three days because I didn't have time to do it in two days, is Ooh. I watched on HBO Max, Mayor of Easttown. Oh, I, I watched that too. I heard I got some really HBO good things. Yeah. Because, because I got it for that. Yeah, yeah, I heard good things about it, and I believe Kate Winslet won an Emmy for her portrayal in this show. And it's she's a detective in a small Pennsylvania town who investigates. Not glamorous, not a lot of boobs showing. Well, that's well, that's the thing. That was one of the things. Yes, she investigates a local murder while trying to keep her life from falling apart. And I looked Mm -hmm. it up on the map. There is a place called East Town, and it's not that far from Philadelphia. I thought it would be more western. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. But it's um, what I really one of the things I liked about this is Kate Winslet rarely wears makeup or does yeah. her hair. Her hair is always yeah. thrown back in a ponytail, no makeup. And I'm like, mm-hmm. good for you. That's for the way a working being woman would dress. Yeah. You know, for yeah. being real, like this, this yeah. is what you look like. And, you know, she would put makeup on when she was going out on a date or something like that. But yeah. what so it's basically about, like I said, um, a person is murdered and she's trying to figure out who did it. She's the only detective in the town. And it's one of these small towns that would probably make me crazy because on the everybody knows everybody's business. You know, on the one hand, it's nice because there's all these eyes keeping an eye out for your kids and for your house and things like that. So it's nice that you have you know, you have a relationship with your pharmacist and the police officers and the doctor. Everybody knows each other. At the same time, everybody knows each other and everybody knows your business. You know, you don't show up in church. It's like, oh, how come Vicky didn't show up at church this week? What's going on mm-hmm. with Vicky? We have to find out why Vicky's not in church. It's none of your mm-hmm. business why Vicky wasn't in church this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah. that's the, the, you know, what a small town is like. So... You know, and of course, like other mur- murder mysteries, you think, oh, he did it. Nope. Wait a minute. It, it's that guy over there. Nope. Wait. It's the first guy that I thought of. Well, nope. Nope. I think it's that woman down the hall. She did it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you have all these things that happen that make you think this person or that person or this other person did it. And then, of course, at the end, you find out who actually did it and why and, you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. So, like I said, it's, they're about an hour a piece. The shows, there's seven episodes. Seven? Yeah, there's seven episodes. And yeah, it's definitely worth watching. And Jean yeah. Smart was in, I think she might have won the Emmy too. Here, let me see right here. It says four, won four primetime Emmys. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, winner, Kate Winslet, Julianne Nicholson won, and who plays her best friend. Um, Evan Peters won, who plays her partner. And then it won production design. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, that, Jean that, Smart, who played her mother, was nominated, but she didn't win. Yeah. And Jean Smart, yeah. man, she was she was a pistol. She she She's was awesome. yeah awesome. she was and again she she wore a fat suit because mm-hmm. I had read something about her or no maybe it was the uh, I was watching when the show was over they did uh, like the making of. And she felt that her character would have been a little heavier. Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, she wasn't, you know, overweight by any means, but she would have more meat on her bones. So that's how they dressed her. And again, she wasn't wearing makeup either, which I thought, good for them. And she yep. was funny. Some of the things out of her mouth. But one thing about Mayor of Easton you have to be aware of. If you are easily offended by F-bombs, do not watch. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I that, love that. That was used yeah. a lot. Like mother to, you know, parent to child, child to parent, friend to friend. Yeah. I mean, it was used a lot. And yeah. then um, speaking of Gene Smart, I then turned after that was over, uh, Mayor of East Town, I started watching the show Hacks that I'd heard good things about. That's also on Oh, HBO I love Max. that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't good. love it. I was it. trying to remember. I didn't remember. Uh, I didn't remember the name. I was yeah. looking, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gene Smart plays yeah. a comedian named Deborah Vance, and she's a, you mm-hmm. know, Las Vegas comedian. She has a residency there. And she's been told that she's a little too old, time to move on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she gets paired up with a 25-year-old who is got a dark sense of humor, um, who I found her, you you said you did watch Hacks? Yeah. I, 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 I found I, her, I Ava. Yeah, I found her name was Ava, the 25-year-old. Mm-hmm. I just found her to be very offensive, very yep. unappealing, very unlikable. Yep. But you see the growth of the two characters as the show progresses. I thought the and jokes weren't funny. No, the that jokes were the, yeah, yeah. at all. But she you was do, a hack. <laughs> yeah. And you do see, you know, yeah. she thinks that she, you know, Jean's smart character, Deborah, just thinks she's, you know, she's all that. She's Yeah. But then yeah. you come to realize why she thinks she's all that and like why she is the way she is. And the same with Ava. When you get, as like I said, as the show progresses, you find out why these characters are the way they are. Yeah. And you find out, is that really the character? Are they putting up a shield? Like, are you really seeing them? Or are you seeing what they're trying to portray? So this is another quick watch. They're only half hour shows. And there was 10 of them, I think. Let me see. Yeah. You can easily watch it. I think that's the reason why I continue watching it. Yeah, there's 10 short. of them. And it is mm-hmm. coming back next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it says unknown here on Internet Movie Database, but it is yeah, supposed to be a season I, I don't two. think they need to come back, but hey, you know. I won't lose any sleep if they don't, <laughs> but I'll watch it if they do. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It got a lot of good reviews, and I believe she might have been up for an Emmy for that, too, possibly. But yeah. this is like, you know, it's funny because if you're watching Mayor of Easttown and then you go right to Hacks, I mean, it's like night and day looking at Jean Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Hacks, she wears beautiful clothes and her hair and her makeup and her jewelry. I mean, she looks stunning. Yeah. All right. You know, one, one, at, one extreme to the other. Yeah. All right. So what do you think? Have you seen Wit Gang? No. And I am not interested in that. My kids watched it and loved it. I wasn't interested in way either, but yesterday I had, you know, it's Christmas and let me kick back and watch TV. And actually I stopped watching it Friday night and I finished watching it yesterday. Um, and I just felt, you know, well, it's about these people, they have financial problems and gamblers and all that other stuff. They have, they owe people money. They got their desperate family members dying. So you do anything for money. So that's what it's about. And it's, a, um, they um, become contestants in this game. Of, they play a children's game and for this big, huge prize. It's, and it's Korean. Um, uh, and uh, the dubbing is awful. <laughs> it is so bad. And the acting 
they must have told those people, especially the women, act either deadpan or act like you're the craziest person in the world. So annoying that when that when one of the women died, you were happy she died. You're like, yeah, go kill yourself, do whatever you got to do. You know, <laughs> it was so bad. And after a while, it's just you know talking badly dubbed talking, blah 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 blah, and then somebody dying, <laughs> blah 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 blah, then somebody dying. I don't like those kinds of shows where it's all about sensational deaths and stuff like that. And, um, there was nothing philosophical about it at the end that I thought, you know, uh, it was sick. Very, very sick. And the reason for it, you find out at the end, very last episode, what's going really behind all of this. And it's just, okay, fine. And it should have it been maybe six episodes. You know, for each game, maybe seven. No, six. I couldn't tolerate it. It was too long. Each episode should have been shorter, too. It was just not. I'm surprised that people. The cinematography wasn't good either. It was just very garish. Reminds me of the Teletubbies, you know, how people were watching those when they were getting nauseated. <laughs> how bad the colors looked to me. It just was not well done. And, um, I think they gave them $21 million to do the, the show, so I guess that's not enough money. You know? <laughs> so. The closest I got to the Squid Games was Pete Davidson did a skit on it on yeah. Saturday Night Live. Okay. He made fun of it, and uh, yep. that's as close as I got. I mean, people loved it. I, my kids I, liked it a lot. Uh, uh, I know. People told my husband he should watch. I'm like, go ahead. I'm not watching it. Yeah. I have a friend that likes American Ninja Warrior, that TV show. Yeah. So I knew she was going to like it. I knew because it's sort of like that. And she could watch that show. They have like a marathon of it one time um, that I was visiting her. And she was sitting there watching. You know what? If we watch another one of those episodes, I'm going to hop on the next plane. <laughs> I can't take anymore. So I knew she was going to like it. She goes, it was good. I loved Squid Games. I bet you would. You know, no one can watch it. It was just like sick. You know, it, it really was, you know, and, and the storyline wasn't worth it. You knew how it was going to end. Everything was just forecast. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I, I, I don't want to spend any more time on that one. That's <laughs> not <laughs> um, I, I remember saying that I like Curb Your Enthusiasm. You said you didn't like that. I we. We were both watching it. We couldn't make it through the first episode. Yeah, he's very irritating. <laughs> but they're in the 11th season now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and my husband's the kind who yeah. gets mad at me. He'll say, you don't give anything enough time. You have to give it, you know, a couple of episodes to, you know, decide if you like something or don't like something. Because I'm pretty much either it grabs me or it doesn't. There's so much yeah. out there. I'm not going to waste my time. If I don't I give really like it, minutes. he's the one who yeah. said after about 15 minutes, he said, can't watch this anymore. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like it's, it's, his stuff is like observational humor and him walking around in the world and just trying to find trouble. So it, it's like he just stumbles on one thing. He's one of those people that walks up to folks and says stuff and causes this confrontation. And he goes off after all of the may mayhem and chaos that he's created. And he's perfectly fine. Everybody else is still upset. <laughs> so I, I sort of grew to like it uh, way back when it first started. I forced myself to watch the first couple of episodes. Then I realized this is just this guy being him. You know, I just he's really annoying. Um, 
my sister said when she watched it, she's like, he 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 makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I would probably hit him, you know, because he just creates these things, you know, sets up the people that nobody would ever say to anybody and just goes on with life. And I guess because I'm sort of committed to it, I've watched it going on now the 11th season. Oh my it gosh. came back. It came back. They, they stopped at the 10th season and some years, um, I don't know how many years, maybe five, six years. And then um, they came back with the 11th season. A lot of comedians on it. A lot of people you recognize. Some playing themselves. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I think he's just employing all his friends and people he likes. <laughs> That's what's going on. I don't see myself ever yeah. going back to that. No, no, you probably won't. <laughs> like, there's just so much out there. Yeah. You know, I, one of the things I heard good things about was the flight attendant. Did you see that? That was on oh, HBO. I never, I never heard that one. Yeah, no. it's um, Kaylee Coco from Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the, I saw the, the ad for it. Because I yeah. know she was nominated for an Emmy for that. And mm-hmm. it's... She is, she, as, as the title is, she's a flight attendant, uh, flies a lot to Europe, and she's an alcoholic. She doesn't think she is, but she's an alcoholic. And the first episode begins with her going to Bangkok. And she wakes up in the morning, and she's not in the right hotel, the right, the right room, and there's a dead body next to her. And she doesn't remember what happened. And she starts to think that maybe she killed him. But she doesn't remember if she did or she didn't. So the whole series is trying to find out who killed this man. Now, part of it, what they do is the man who's dead, anytime she stops and she thinks, he appears. And he kind of helps her look at things in a different way. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, which... I don't know. It got to be annoying after a while. At first, it was like, "Oh, that's kind of different," because it, it, it he's. It's almost like she's she's using him to think, but try to think back. Okay, where was I at this point? Okay, we went out to dinner, and supposedly there was this third person with us at dinner. Was it a man or a woman? What does that person look like? And he's like helping her see that person. To see if that person might have been the killer or if that person has a clue as to what happened. So it's just about how she helps figure out what happened that night. And then, you know, the the, the supporting characters have things going on in their lives, too. And that mm-hmm. all kind of comes together. It was... I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. It was one of those things that it's worth watching, and there is a season two coming sometime in 2022. Oh, all right. You know, and those, so is it, I mean, um, how long are the episodes? That's what I was just looking up. I've been watching so much that I, I think they were about an hour. Okay. Here. Right. Um, does it hmm, doesn't even show here. I think they were about an hour. Okay. Yeah. Why is it? That's but, weird. It, but they progressed the storyline and everything. Yeah. And, Okay. All right. And yeah. you said it's going to be a second season? There's going to be a second season. Yep. Okay. So, but I mean, All you right. do find out who did it at the end of season one. Okay. Yes. All right. So we know, we know who did it and we know what, we find mm-hmm. out what happened and 
all the circumstances mm-hmm. surrounding it and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, fine. And then the all other right. show that I'm watching on HBO it seems to be HBO seems to be yeah. it. And I'm way far behind is, but we started watching Succession. And my husband and I don't watch TV together. It just We just mm-hmm. don't. He watches mostly sports. But this is one that we're watching together. And because of, you know, being in retail and his schedule, we just don't have time to watch TV together. He's never home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And come January, he's really not going to be home because just because of employees and whatnot. But we are only on season two. Season three just finished up recently, a couple weeks ago. Okay. And season yeah. two, I think we've got three more episodes to go. So we're way, way behind. So I'm really hoping that we're all caught up by the time season four comes out, whenever that happens to be. And it's it's about, have you watched Succession? I've tried several yeah. times. It's about yeah. the Roy family, which mm-hmm. uh, they are in control of media. They have TV stations and newspapers and radio stations. They also own a cruise line. They also own a Disney-like theme park. and. There's nothing you can say to me that will make me believe this is not based on Rupert Murdoch. Because it's very right-wing media. It's Mm -hmm. very cutthroat. I mean, they'll... One sibling would kill the other if it meant that sibling could be in power. Mm -hmm. The father is a real SOB, treats his children like dirt, treats everybody like dirt. And doesn't and he knows he does and he does not care. Mm-hmm. So every time I watch, I'm like, "This is Fox News. This is Rupert Murdoch." Yeah. You know, there's no way yeah. that it's not because yeah. you know the Murdochs yeah. have the TV mm-hmm. and the radio and the newspapers and and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a cruise line or or a, or a, a Disney like theme park, but you know they have all these things, and it's just you know the stories that are going on. Between the parent, the child, and then the the siblings against each other. And then, like, some of the characters, like um, Siobhan's husband, Tom, and I'm not going to say anything, especially because I'm not even all the way at the end, so I don't know what happens, but what a moron he is. He is just such a moron. And, um, And then the youngest kid, Roman, how he gets away with the things he says and does, you know, who the heck knows? Yeah. I just found them not likable. No, not a single person on the show is likable. Yeah. So it, it made it very difficult for me to continue watching. Yeah. I tried to watch the first episode. No, I finished the first episode. And then I had to come back and watch it again because it was like, you know, a year or so later. Yeah. So I tried to do it again. Yeah. So I, I just couldn't, you know. And I got to the point where I said, I don't care about rich people. Their problems. You know, so. The only person I do have a little sympathy for is Kendall. Yeah. Um, he's mm-hmm. he he's the drug addict, the recover you know recovering drug addict. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like with Kendall, he's trying to do the right thing, but nobody is letting him. That's the feeling yeah. that I get. People might disagree with me on that, but I feel like he really wants to do the right thing. And he gets, gets, keeps getting pushed in the other direction. Like, no, 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 you don't want to do the right thing. You want to do it this way. Because we'll make more money if we do it this way. And I don't care if you're stepping on your own children to do that. This is the way I want you to go. 
And then he gives in and that's what he does. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why he's on drugs is because he knows he's doing the wrong. That's just Mm -hmm. my take on it. I could be completely wrong. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I see it. you're, You're enjoying it, though. It's one of those shows where two episodes is all I can handle. And my mm-hmm. and my husband too. He's this. This is the weird thing about him. He'll watch two episodes of Succession, or we would watch two episodes of Billions on Showtime, which we're all caught up on. Even though neither one of us have a clue as to what's going on in Billions, <laughs> we kind of we kind of have the, we have the gist of what's going on. Yeah, but if like yeah. a lot of times, yeah, a lot of times we have to go. Yeah. Okay, what just happened? I don't know. I thought maybe mm-hmm. you would know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so confusing. Billions is so confusing. So, so are, is it, are you doing other things while you're watching it? I'm always knitting when I'm doing it. Yeah. But I mean, he sits there and yeah. he watches. Yeah. You know, yeah. but I, but I, I do pay attention. And, yeah. but, but we look at what, what, what did he just say? What, what just happened? Yeah. You know? I do the same thing with that one. I only watched like maybe two episodes and then I, I just was like, I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, will, it just gets um, too confusing. Again, it's these rich people's in there, rich people and their problems. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Scandal. I like I think, like when I when I first tell. started watching Scandal, because I didn't watch it when it was originally on, so I was watching it on Netflix or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was on Netflix. I could watch seven all day, like all day long. I would just sit and watch seven episodes mm-hmm. because that's you know that was light. your that was your West yeah Wing. that was like you know, or West Wing. That's I could like, watch multiple episodes at a yeah. time, but something yeah. like Succession. Yeah. You know, or billions, or The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Two episodes. It's too much. I can't do more than that. I, I couldn't watch one episode of The Handmaid's Tale and just make my skin yeah. crawl. But uh, yeah, the West Wing. I watched it years after it was off. Yeah, the so air did I. On you know the review, the um, reruns of it, and I was like, God, I missed that. That was a really good yeah. show. Wow, what was I watching? Yeah. But with my husband, he'll watch two yeah. episodes, which takes two hours. But when we started watching Shit's Creek, which are 23-minute shows, he would watch two episodes at a time. Yep, I'm done. Like, we just watched 45 minutes. We yeah. didn't even watch an hour yeah. of a regular show. Well, what, do you, what do you think of Shit's Creek? Shit's Creek I, is I hysterical. My son, my son is here visiting yeah. from Virginia. Before he left, mm-hmm. he started watching Shit's Creek. He finished it here. He just watched it. Yeah. All day, every day. He just sat in front of the TV yeah. and watched Shit's Creek. In fact, I yeah. just bought him when he was here. I found a crocheted blanket pattern that says, Ew, David. I said, Do you like this? He goes, Yeah. I said, okay, I'll buy it. I'll make it for you. So <laughs> it's just the. Yeah. I, I love Shit's Creek. I thought it was hysterical, but yeah. I would have watched it I, faster. I just, I, yeah, I watched it like you did. You you did the other shows where I wasn't paying attention to it, and I know it's supposed to have been funny, but I was doing other stuff and just didn't attend to what was going on, and I just didn't feel like going starting all you over. You have to start all over again. Who, who, who. Yeah, yeah, you have to start all but, over uh, again. The, the show, the show that I really, really loved, they canceled it, and then came back. is Dexter. Dexter New Blood on Showtime. It's just as good as the original. I know you, you said you had. We watched started it, right? watching it. I think the first the original. I think, one? Yeah, I think we only got through one episode, yeah. and we just never went back to it. Like we also started watching yeah. Big Love. I think it was called, which was about the polygamist. Yeah. And we yeah. watched yeah. a few uh, episodes of that. Feel packed, and we never yeah. got yeah. back to it. 
Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Dexter is is really quite good. It's based on on Je- uh, Jeff Lindsay novels. I read all the novels. I love the novels. Um, and he comes back as as uh, he's out in Alaska, changing his changed his identity, and his son Harrison catches up with him, and that's what the stories are about. Um, trying to figure out new blood is is Harrison a serial killer too? Uh, is this a genetic thing? So it's really, really quite good. Um, I, I, I just, Michael C. Hall is really cool. He, yeah, I watched him. Yeah, I watched him in Six Feet Under. Six Feet Under, yeah. Yeah, I watched it too. I didn't like the ending. Oh, see, I thought the ending was fabulous. I, like the, 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 mon- the montage at the wanna, end. I don't, I don't want to see how people die. Oh my God, I thought that was. No, I didn't, I didn't think that was. Oh, oh that God, was. It no, yeah, it did, but I thought that was fabulous. Yeah. I don't like I don't like things that's gonna make you cry. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't like it. but it was well yeah. done. I gotta admit, it was extremely well done. Um, and then the guy from um, the other brother, he's in nine one one. Yeah, yeah, he's in Peter. I'm not trying to pronounce stuff. his last name. It's spelled Kraus, but I don't think it's pronounced that way. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's 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 my new. Um, pleasure that I, I mean i i'm actually watching it each week that it comes it comes on a sunday so i'm watching that episode of that one um on uh, today um that's a good thing about showtime and all these other streaming services is that they don't they still show their shows just because it's a holiday you're not going to just not show anything new uh and that's the problem with networks networks are just anything good on the network they cancel it or they move it to the streaming service Evil is one of the shows. Uh, so it's not, it was on CBS, it's on Paramount Plus. I love that show. It's about um, a skeptical psychologist and a priest and a uh, some kind of blue collar tech guy that works together, and they are they're excuse me uh, uh, solving things like uh, uh, people who must be possessed or need exorcism. So they're investigating those things and they're using a very intelligent way of looking at this stuff instead of automatically believing that somebody, you know, has a ghost and stuff like that. And it's very, very good. Very, very clever. Uh, it's pretty, it, it's dark, but not dark. Like, I don't know. Some people think anything that's about, you know, paranormal demons is evil. Um, the character, some characters in there that are just like evil personified. Um, but, um, the way they address it is just so, just intelligent, not stupid, you know, uh, Christine Lottie, it plays the, the psychologist, uh, mom, uh, she's from Chicago Hope and she did a yeah. couple other, yeah. yeah, she's in there. Um, and she's really quite good. Um, it's just very smart. Uh, uh Luke Cage plays the, the guy that played, uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Mike Coulter, I think that's his name, the actor. Yeah, that sounds right. Let me look it up here. Yeah, he plays the priest. Mike Coulter, yep. And, yeah, and Asi Mondi from the you know Daily Show. You remember him, Asi? I don't watch Mondi. that. Uh, that was back when James when when um Stewart was John Stewart. On the Daily show. John Stewart was on there, and he plays the tech guy. And they, they describe him as a blue collar contractor, 
I'm like, blue collar, he's a tech guy. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you call somebody. <laughs> I mean, he decided to leave the tech world and thought just be a contractor for people. And uh, he got hired to uh, check to see if there was some tech stuff people were using. And a lot of times people are baking stuff or on one episode, they had somebody using the cameras in this man's house in his office to drive him crazy. Um, so it was really, really, really good story. Well, great storyline. There's an ongoing running uh, story about this evil man that's uh, uh, out to just do evil stuff. And so it's really quite good. I, I mean, they're on season two now. Uh, and season one was on CBS and season two moved to Paramount Plus. Um, that's gonna probably going to be the demise because Paramount Plus doesn't have anything else. But <laughs> that show that I can think of that I will ever want to watch. So, but they could do like me, just do it, uh, 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 stop the service, watch the show, then cancel it. Yeah. 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 That's and it. Next week, This Is Us comes back for the final season. Be- I stopped. Oh, my God. That is like one of the best shows. <laughs> and they purposely waited until January rather than September, October. Because they want to show the final season consecutively, no breaks. Like you were saying, okay. you know, Christmas holiday, they don't show this, you know, they don't mm-hmm. broadcast episodes. So you have to wait three, four, five, six weeks. They didn't yeah. want to do that. They want to know that if there's, I don't know how many episodes will be in the season, but say there's, you know, 15 episodes, you're going to watch them 15 Tuesdays in a row so that yeah. you can have the consistent experience. So yeah. I'll be sobbing. I stopped at when. Kevin and his girlfriend at the baby and I just don't like the girlfriend the whole storyline I don't like and I just just stopped watching it oh. you know like I think it went on a break and I just never stopped watching it oh I love it. that show yeah yeah I can't stand Kevin's girlfriend <laughs> and Kevin got Kevin got on my nerve for so long <laughs> I said no I don't need anything else <laughs> So I guess yeah. with that, we will wrap up this episode. I'm sure we could go on with a few more other shows or movies that we've been watching, but we'll end it there. Vicki, thank you so much for joining me today. It was great talking to you again. Yeah. And listeners, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, it can be at show. If you want to reach me, it's at Elisa Paselli one And Melissa would be at the Mac Mommy. You can go to our website, geekyshowever.com, and there's a contact contact tab there where you can fill out the form. Message will go to both of us. You can get in touch with us that way, or you can send us an email, podcast at geekyshowever.com. We thank you so much for listening. We hope you had a happy holiday season. This upcoming weekend will be New Year's, so please have a safe New Year's Eve. And we will talk to you in 2022. Bye-bye. Five, four, three, two, one. And we are go. Go. Wait. Go where? The commercial guy. We're recording a commercial for the MyMac.com podcast. Ah, so we're recording the podcast now. Well, no, not now. At the moment, we're recording this commercial. So when do we go? Go where? I don't know. You started this whole go thing. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. We have no idea what we'll say next. <laughs>